What's up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Rackleton, and it is Wednesday, September 23rd, Waiver Wire. Wow. That was a, a fun one last night, for sure. Maybe you have your Waiver Wire tonight. Your Waiver Run is tonight. But last night was very interesting. A lot of infighting uh, in in your leagues, I'm sure, with the Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley owners. Uh, but here we are. And it is week three, and it is time for fantasy football rankings. But of course, before we get into that, I have to tell you about our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there's no salary caps, and you don't have to play against the Sharks. So that means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC, golf, NASCAR, WNBA, eSports, football. Ever hear that? Football? Yeah. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has it all. And you know what else? MonkeyKnifeFight.com has a free $5 game just for you, just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50.00. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're getting into when you sign up to play Monkeys and Knives and Fights and Sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. And remember, use that promo code RANT. That is one way, one surefire way right there that you can help out this podcast. Make sure we keep this thing going. I have no intention of going anywhere. Of course, producing a podcast is not free. So it's a good way to help us out. There you go. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Rat Pack. All right, let's get into the rankings. And as we do every week, we're going to go position by position. I'll give you the guys who are in, the guys who are right on the edge, and the guys who are out, essentially. So for quarterback, that means 12, top 12 will be in. All right? Lamar is at one for me. I don't think he is as much of a slam dunk as a lot of people thought he was. He is still freaking awesome. That's not a knock on him. I just don't know how much he's going to have to do this year. He's not going to be what he was last year. So just keep that in mind if you drafted a quarterback early. He's still phenomenal. He He's, he's still Lamar Jackson. But I, I, like the touchdown regression, I think, is going to be very real as a passer. We're not going to see as many rushing attempts. I mean, he's still phenomenal, though. Whatever, he's number one. Kyler Murray, though, is number two. And I'll tell you, I, I'm i going to trust my process. I ranked Kyler behind Lamar and Mahomes. Okay, I, obviously everybody did. But some people had him ranked at three during fantasy draft season. And I had him at six. So I had him behind Dak, behind Russell Wilson. I'm okay with that. I had him behind Deshaun Watson. I think that's the spot where maybe I'll end up being wrong. And I'm all right with that. So the highest I would have ranked him was five, which would still have been probably lower than a lot of folks. But this week against the Lions, giddy up, man. Giddy up. He's uh he's my number two option. Russ comes in at three. That's gonna how many points are scored in that thing? I mean, the over-under is 55 and a half right now. I mean, you, you can set that thing even higher. How many points are gonna be scored in that game? Dallas, Seattle. That's gonna be fun. So Russ comes in at three. Mahomes at four. It is Baltimore. I don't care. You didn't draft Mahomes in in the third round to overthink this thing. Super Cam at five. Love it. And I I'm I'll play the heel. I'll play the heel sometimes. You know, there, there's appeal to the heel, man. You know, in wrestling, 
There's nothing like a, a heel who will come out, grab the mic, and be like, I'm not going to say a single word until you guys shut the hell up. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. And honestly, if people hate Cam Newton, I'm all good with it. I am all good with it because that may, means we, we got him at a great value. And he's going to continue to run, and he's going to throw the football, and hopefully we get a little bit of momentum there from what we saw out of him at the end of last week. Top 10, baby. I have him at 5. Dak at 6. I could flip-flop those guys. I mean, I really think all of my top 7 are relatively close because I have Josh Allen at 7. It's not as easy of a matchup against Los Angeles for sure, but you know we're not going to think twice about that. Aaron Rodgers slides in at 8. Good momentum for Aaron Rodgers, and this Saints team just gave up three passing scores to Derek Carr. Matty Ice against the Bears, not a great matchup. Julio is banged up. I'll talk about him when we get to the wideout section. But still, this has the makings of being a big passing yard year for Matt Ryan, so he's a top 10 option. I uh, have Gardner Minshew sliding in at 10. Yep. I mean, this is really the product of the matchup. Uh, so we are, you know, you're facing uh, Miami here, so why not? <laughs> no, I, I like the momentum. And we're going to take advantage. You know, we'll ride the hot hand with Gardner Minshew. So if you said, hey, I have Deshaun Watson and I picked up Gardner Minshew, I'd be tempted. I have Watson at 11. This is a tough matchup yet again for him against Pittsburgh. I have Ben Roethlisberger coming in uh, at 12. I don't mind the matchup for him, though. I will talk about the matchup for Deontay Johnson. Anyway, uh, just on the outside looking in, Matty Stafford and Carson Wentz. I like Wentz, but I just can't bring myself to put him in the top 12 this week. Even though the matchup's good, I mean, it does look like he's going to be without Jalen Rager for a little while. Is this going to be the Jalen Rager thing? Is he going to be one of those guys who constantly gets hurt? I hope not, but we're already starting to go down that path. Joe Burrow trending up. He is streamable this week against Philly. Tom Brady sliding back a little bit. We're going to wait and see with Tom Brady. This could be a big yardage week for him, though, so we'll see. Uh, I'm not going to use Ryan Tannehill this week or Drew Brees, and everybody else is way back. Uh, Moving on, and I'm not using Justin Herbert, but I am adding him now. It does sound like that Terod Taylor thing is scary, man. His lung was punctured when they were administering the the painkiller, that's just scary, scary stuff right there. I don't think he comes back anytime soon, though, so it is going to be Herbert. And if, and maybe Herbert ultimately closes the door. A lot of NFL coaches, Adam Schefter pointed this out, a lot of NFL coaches don't want to have a player lose a job just because he's hurt. But in some instances, their their hand is, is forced. So we'll see there. Anyway, moving over to running back with McCaffrey out for at least a month with Saquon out for the season. I think the new number one fantasy running back is Alvin Kamara. Now, it's close between him and Zeke. Zeke has the highest floor, but Kamara, with what he has shown so far, hey, touchdown regression, man, it works both ways. Sometimes you come down to the mean, sometimes you move up, and he is moving up rapidly here. So he comes in at number one, Zeke at two. Derrick Henry at three. I'm encouraged by the touches last week, even though the efficiency wasn't there, and I think he can get something done here against this Minnesota defense. It is Taylor time in Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor at number four. Jonathan Taylor at number four. You know, I didn't like where he was being drafted during fantasy draft season, and it's sort of like a backdoor way of you know getting some you know really impressive value on the pick you made but if you took him in the end of the second or the beginning of the third or wherever he ended up going good on you 
Good on you. Uh, Dal Cook at five, still pretty efficient. Not a ton of volume, but still pretty efficient. Josh Jacobs at six. The team has made it clear they want to run through both Jacobs and Darren Waller. Aaron Jones at seven. It's a tough matchup, but man, he, you know, again, ride the hot hand. Miles Sanders at eight, returned to the field and was really impressive. And he faces that Cincinnati defense that was just very friendly to the Cleveland Browns backfield. Clyde Edwards Alaire at nine. It is a tough matchup, but you can still put up fantasy points in a tough matchup. It is not a tough matchup for Austin Eckler at 10. Giddy effing up against Carolina. They've already given up six rushing scores to opposing running backs. So, yeah, let's go. Uh, Kenyon Drake at 11. Hey, the, I, I like that Detroit matchup right there. Kenyon Drake could get something done this week. Nick Chubb at 12. I think the game script's going to favor Nick Chubb this week, but I'm not. I'll, I'll talk about uh, Kareem Hunt in a second. I'm not fading him. Chris Carson comes in at 13. Bro, Mixon at 14. Be patient with Joe Mixon. Just be patient. James Conner at 15. Until he proves this wrong, I suppose, we're going to have to use him as an RB2. I like the matchup. So the aforementioned Kareem Hunt comes in at 16. I think they can sustain both of these guys with the way that they want to play football, and they should be able to do their brand of football in this contest. Todd Gurley slides in at 17. You know, we can't be overly trusting of Todd Gurley at this point, but he is an RB2. James Robinson moves up to 18 this week against Miami. David Montgomery at 19. Here's the thing about Montgomery. We can't just look at last week's box score and then think we can draw any conclusions from it. He's not playing the Giants every week. He is an RB too, but that's kind of what we always thought he was. He just isn't much higher than where he's going to be ranked this week. Mel Gordon gets a tough one against Tampa, but he's still an RB2 at 20. David Johnson gets a tough one against Pittsburgh, but again, still an RB2 at 21. Jarek McKinnon on the rise. Now, there is some talk about Jeff Wilson being the prime, leading the team in touches. I could see that, and I am projecting that, in fact. So currently, the projections, which you can get over at FTNFantasy.com, in this backfield, I have Jarek McKinnon currently getting 10 rushing attempts, Jeff Wilson getting 15. That being said, I have Jarek McKinnon getting uh, 4.8 catches and Jeff Wilson not being really involved there. So that's the big one uh, with the backfield. It's, you know, Wilson has some appeal to, you know, you could own him, but I wouldn't want to go any further than that. I'm not using him just yet. Even if he leads the team in carries, McKinnon is the guy this week in this very favorable matchup against the Giants, coming in at 22 in my running back rankings. After McKinnon, it's my guy, Antonio Gibson. Really happy with the increased workload. And I do think this is this is something that's just going to take a little bit of time. He's never going to be a 20-touch type guy, but a 15-touch guy, he can be an RB2, 23 for him. Mark Ingram at 24, just on the outside looking in. Lanny, I'm not quite there. Not quite ready to anoint him as an RB2, but I think after this week we probably will. He's a, he's a pretty premium flex, as is Joshua Kelly. I'm going to try and find ways to sneak him into lineups this week as, an R, as a flex, an RB3 type flex, because... Hey, man, if he's a goal line back against that team, he could score some touchdowns here for sure. Not trying to use Mike Davis. If I can get away with it, I have him ranked at 30, so he's flex-worthy uh, there. Uh, so, and, and by the way, the best Rams running back in my rankings right now, the top Rams running back, is Malcolm Brown at 33. Daryl Henderson is at 37. So that's where we are with these guys, okay? 
Uh, neither one of them I'm overly confident in. If you want the rest of the rankings, you can get them over at ftnfantasy.com. And also, I have them across uh, the three main scoring settings, right? So I have them for PPI. I have them for half-point PPI and non-PPI. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that accent is. It's like a, it's like a wannabe Boston accent, sort of, but I, I don't know. It's Wednesday. What the frick do you want from me? All right, moving on to wide receiver with Michael Thomas sidelined. The top dog is DeAndre Hopkins. Love him in this matchup. I think we see double-digit targets. I think he has the best chance of any receiver to score a touchdown as well this week. So giddy up, D-Hop. Ty Freak. It's a tough matchup, but it's a really weird week when I look at it. If you have Thomas out, Devontae Adams may be out. You know, I projected Devontae Adams like normal for right now, but I'm going to change that in the next update for sure because he did miss practice today, and it doesn't look very good that he's going to play. So I'm going to have to reduce his workload. But those guys, and then, you know, it's sort of all over the place. Julio Jones is banged up. So I'm not going to overthink this one. Even though it's a tough matchup, I'm still putting Hill at two. Calvin Ridley is at three. This is where we are. Julio Jones banged up. I, I currently have Jones at seven. I uh, could end up changing. I mean, the more information we get, the the, the lower the, he's going to go. So anyway, in between those guys, I have uh, I have Chris Godwin there uh, sliding in at five. Adam Thielen at six. So Godwin back, good to go. You're ready to roll with Godwin. And again, these are going to adjust as as Adams and Julio Jones. We get more information about okay. But typically what I like to do in those situations where, where there are question marks is I'm going to project them full to start, and then we're going to, we're going to adjust as we get more information because there just isn't enough information about either player at this point. Uh, Terry McLaurin comes in at 8. Yes, bullish on Terry McLaurin against Cleveland this week. Allen Robinson, I will tell you this, okay? If it doesn't happen this week, it ain't going to happen. All right, if it doesn't happen this week, uh, that's it. But this is the ultimate shame on me. You know, if he fools us again, and this is shame on me this week, but I'm putting him at top 10. I have him at 9, all right? Mike Evans at 10. Mari Cooper comes in at 11 in what should be a shootout. And I really, I want to get any piece of that game I can. So DK comes in at 12. Tyler Lockett at 13. Yeah, there's a, a lot of points to be had potentially there. Uh, Juju at 14. I actually like Juju more than... Deontay Johnson, who I have at 16, because I do think we could see a shadow for Deontay Johnson from Bradley Roby. Just throwing that out there. I'll talk more about that on tomorrow's pod. DJ Moore slides in in between them at 15. Bounce back week for him, but a tough matchup. Bob Woods. Revenge game for Robert Woods against Buffalo. Uh, at 17, Marquise Brown comes in at 18. Uh, and then 19, DJ Shark. Stephon Diggs, I'm going back and forth between this one. So there could be a Jalen Ramsey shadow. There very well could be. But if you shadow Stephon Diggs with Jalen Ramsey, the Bills are just going to crush you with John Brown. So something to think about. I'm going back and forth. I'm going to do some more research in their tendencies before tomorrow's show, and I'll have more more of a solidified view of that matchup for you. 
Anyway, uh, Cooper Cup at 21. Julian Edelman. I like what we saw last week out of Julian Edelman from a volume standpoint, 22. OBJ, 23. And I really like Keenan Allen's matchup this week. I want to get a little bit more clarity on uh, on everything. With it, it looks like Herbert is going to go. I don't think that Terod Taylor is going to come back. So that could change his project, projections just a little bit, move him up. He's not going to be anything more than a wide receiver, too, but he could see some nice volume. And again, favorable matchup there for Keenan Allen. Just on the outside here, looking in, I have T.Y. Hilton. I'm going to be patient with T.Y. Hilton. I have Michael Gallup at 26. I have CeeDee Lamb at 28. I do think that last week was pretty telling. Closed the gap a little bit between Gallup and Lamb for me. A.J. Green is at 29, uh, and right after those guys. So I actually prefer Tyler Boyd to A.J. Green. Boyd is at 27. I think A.J. Green could get the star treatment and see a shadow from Darius Slay this week. Uh, John Brown, who I mentioned, is at 31. Oh, by the way, uh, Jarvis Landry is at 30. Darius Slayton, 32. He is pretty much the guy now. Now, it's a tough matchup against San Francisco. But I will say this. I don't think they're going to be able to generate any pass rush, given how decimated that defensive front is. So that's actually good for you know, for the passing game a little bit. I mean, it's still going to be tough coverage, but it's a little bit better for uh, that that uh, Giants passing game. The Godfather Part 3, Corey Davis comes in at 34. It does not look like A.J. Brown will play this week, but, you know, we'll update you on that one as we go forward. Uh, Robbie Anderson, a tough matchup for him, by the way. So if you picked him up, I have him at 35 this week, but better days will be ahead. Uh, again, if you want all of the rankings, ftnfantasy.com. Let's round it out here with my favorite, sarcasm, tight end. And I actually love tight ends. Phrasing. I love tight ends on a football field. All right, even more phrasing. I like the position tight end. <laughs> I respect tight ends in football, man. You guys, if you played tight end, you're listening to this right now, you played tight end, yo, Respect. You got to be an offensive lineman and a wide receiver, basically, in so many words. That's the inline folks, damn. Uh, much respect. But for fantasy, it's a position that's maddening, you know, and we know that. We know that. So, anyway, how about this matchup? Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews on the same field. Beautiful. I love that. They're one and two for me. I think Zach Ertz gets a nice little bump this week. In targets, he comes in at three. Darren Waller, it's New England, but Darren Waller at four. Hunter Hendry at five against the Carolina Panthers. Tyler Higby after that big bounce back. Going in at number six here, Jonu Smith. As long as A.J. Brown is sidelined, Jonu Smith is is a tight end one. Once A.J. Brown comes back, we're going to slide Jonu Smith back a little bit, but there's a lot of targets to be had there without AJ on the field. TJ Hawkinson at eight. Remember what he did to Arizona last year. Dallas Goddard at nine. I'm going to play both of those guys this week. Jared Cook at 10. Meh, but you know, he's top 12. Mike Gesicki coming off that massive game slides in at 11 and Noah Fant at 12. He'd be higher than this, but that's a relatively tough matchup on the, and that's uh, against Tampa Bay on the outside looking in Hayden Hurst. I like last week. I don't necessarily love him in this contest. I think this is this one bodes a little bit better for the receivers, not for the tight end. Evan Ingram sliding back against San Francisco. I will say Jordan Reed currently at 15 for me. 
I don't know if if uh, we're going to see George Kittle again this week. There's some rumblings that he may not play again. So Jordan Reed will likely move up in my rankings later in the week. Mo Alley Cox at 16. Uh, you could potentially get away with either one of those guys if you are a if you're a George Kittle owner. Anybody else? I'm trying not to play just yet. I want Dalt Schultz on my bench, but I'm not going to play him. I want Logan Thomas on my bench, but I'm not going to play him. That sort of thing right there. So again, you can get all these over at ftnfantasy.com. Also, today we put this thing up, another tool. We have tools galore and really easy to use tools. So a lot of people like shadow coverage, right? They want to know the shadow coverage situations. And I've covered that really for the last five years of my career. Well, now we just up the ante. The shadow coverage index at ftndaily.com. So it'll tell you all the shadow coverage situations every week of the season. So we're updated through week two now. And here's the kicker. Not only do you get the data, the percentage of routes covered, the targets in coverage, the catches in coverage, all that fun stuff. You get all of that searchable. So if you just want to see how many times has Tyreek Hill been shadowed, boom, you can do it. Search Tyreek. Done. You want to see Bradley Roby's shadow situation so far this year. Search out Roby. Boom. Done. You want to see what the Broncos have done, which isn't anything, but you can search it. (laughs) Boom. Done. It is amazing. uh, Hey, it's awesome. It's all I've ever wanted. It's all I've ever wanted right there. So go check that out, ftndaily.com. And I appreciate everybody reviewing the podcast, so please continue to do so. If you haven't already, our goal is to get to that 1,000. I don't know what we're going to do at 1,000. I'll do something. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. I don't know. We'll see if we can talk to the powers that be at the Sawdust Podcast Network and see if we can give away a a rant shirt or two for for getting to 1,000 reviews. Those are pretty fresh, by the way, the rant shirts. But anyway, um, if you haven't reviewed the show, hook it up. Review the show on iTunes. Easiest way to do so if you have an iPhone is go to the podcast app, open up the app, find my podcast, The Rant, scroll to the bottom, and click those stars, and you're done. It's really that simple. Appreciate everybody who's done it so far. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Use that hashtag, Rat Pack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. And uh, I will catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod. We'll do a little TNF preview. And, of course, wide receiver cornerback matchups on the show tomorrow. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.